at this a little bit recently, back on September 11th, a day that will live in infamy. Uh, someone has written in, I read that the name Jesus is just the Greek version of Joshua, which means Yahweh saves or Savior. Are there any theories out there, crazy or not so crazy, that link Jesus Christ with Joshua, son of Nun, N-U-N? Uh, do people see any connection between them? Uh, you bet. That is a really interesting uh, uh, theory uh, that uh, has been espoused by the classic Christ myth theorists, uh, J. Um, well, I'm always mixing this guy up. Um, I believe it's John M. Robertson. I get it mixed up with uh, James M. Robinson and J.A.T. Robinson and all these guys. Anyway, Robertson and uh, William Benjamin Smith and some others said that, uh, well, they're all over the court on the question of what exactly uh, Yahoshua or Joshua or Jesus or Jesus uh, means, but uh, some of them say it means salvation, some say it means savior, but you can't drop off that prefix which is theophoric or God-bearing. Uh, Yahoshua, it, it has to mean Yahweh saves. Uh, it's much like the Greek Zeus Soter, Zeus the Savior. Uh, and uh, so a person can be named for God, uh, but uh, originally uh, it, it is uh, the, the name of God. Like there's all kinds of Jesuses running around uh, in the Southern Hemisphere, right? And uh, there, or uh, all the guys named Dennis or Dionysius were named for the god Dionysus. So a human being could bear the name, which does mean Yahweh saves. Uh, but... Um, what what's the connection with Jesus? Now, of course, it need be no more than uh, he, like loads of other guys in his milieu, were named after the famous Bible hero Joshua, the great conqueror, and uh, that that would be good enough. There's no odd thing that that one has to explain. There's no riddle implicit in the mere fact that that the guys named Jesus. Uh, but uh, it, it is interesting if you have other reasons to start suspecting that there might not have been a historical Jesus. Then you begin to wonder, well, then whence the name? All right, no problem if we can assume there was such a man. He could have been named Jesus or Fred or, you know, the Kwame or anything, right? Uh, anything but Sue. Uh, but, uh, but if we're dealing, if we're exploring the theory that Jesus wasn't a historical figure, then you got to ask, well, why this name? And then uh, it kind of pops into your head. Well, wait a minute. How about Joshua? Let's take a closer look at the Old Testament Joshua uh, and and uh, see if there's anything there that would imply he might have been a humanized, demoted uh, version of a god, a pre-canonical Israelite deity. Not necessarily a borrowed Canaanite deity. That whole idea that Israelite polytheism was syncretism or borrowing from those no-good Canaanites, that's, that's out. Uh, we know the Israelites simply were Canaanites, and they had many gods. Well, before that was that obvious, some of these old Christ myth theorists saw it, and uh, they said, yeah, that's right. Uh, and, um, and if you look at this Joshua son of Nun, uh, there are some pretty striking things. So look at, look at his name, the son of Nun. 
that wasn't a personal name that's attested as far as we know. But it does mean fish, uh, or possibly serpent, because they had a sort of a vague taxonomy about which is which. Uh, and um, could this mean that this guy was the son of the god Dagon, who was uh, sometimes represented as a kind of a merman? Well, uh, if that's the case, or like Oanes, who uh, seems to be a counterpart of Dagon, this uh, fish-tailed deity that comes out of the water to preach wisdom to men. And some people have even wondered if Ioannes uh, uh, the Baptist, John the Baptist, was a mythical uh uh, descendant of, of his, but let's leave that out of it for the moment. Joshua, son of Dagon, or a son of Oanes, is that what they're saying? Uh, well, some have said could be, but on the other hand, Nun could be an abbreviation of Nashon, which is uh, a name uh, that uh, we read a few times in the Old Testament. Of course, that, that comes from Naas, serpent, and would probably mean something like little serpent. Uh, but then again, how far are you from the original idea there? I mean, son of the serpent? Um, you're still not very far from this uh, original theory. But on the other hand, some suggested that that would mean that Joshua's uh, patronymic, uh, his father name, denoted totemism. I mean, it's pretty clear from the names of some of the tribes that uh, some of the Israelite groups were totem clans and uh, and are named for uh, totem animals, and this could be one of them. That's, I mean, it's real clear that there were worshippers of Nehushtan, the serpent, way on into the time of the temple. So that, that's not that odd. You you could uh, say, uh, like, there, there were people with uh, equivalent names like Abimelech, my father is Malak, the, the king of gods. And so this could just denote something like that. So it, it opens the door to a lot of weirdness, but the, the uh, Christ myth theory connects Jesus with Joshua, son of Nun, by saying that they're two versions of the same thing. Je the Jesus of the Gospels, at least right before he was uh, retooled, uh, he had uh, been a latter-day survival of the, uh, the ancient uh, god Joshua, son of Nun, uh, and um, which is possible, and, and not only that, look at what the old Joshua did. He stops the sun and the moon and their courses through the sky. I mean, Moses doesn't even do anything approaching that. Uh, he makes a covenant with his people. Uh, he seems to institute circumcision as if it hadn't been done before, because the point would be it hadn't. We have a rival tradition here. Uh, and uh, various other things, uh, there, there's a scene where he meets this character, this angel, the captain of Yahweh's army, uh, and yet um, God has already said in, in Exodus he will send his angel to conquer all this territory, and is that supposed to be Joshua? Is that yet another attempt by uh, post-Deuteronomic writers that said, all right, we can't have all these gods. If we're going to keep their stories, we're going to have to demote them into human heroes like Samson. That makes some sense to me. It's not all that clear. Uh, it's, not, it's not provable, but it's plausible for whatever that's worth. Now, I don't want to make the mistake that apologists make and say, well, then, 
If it's possible, then I have every right to believe it. Uh, no, 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 it has to remain provisional uh, guesswork. Uh, but there's, there's some other uh, little bits of data that fall into this. In the, I think it's the Paris uh, Magical Papyrus, there is an exorcism formula, though it's a couple of centuries into the Common Era. It exorcises demons in the name of Jesus, the God of the Hebrews. Now, that seems kind of weird, right? And uh, so uh, Smith and Robertson said, okay, that means they remembered Jesus had been a Hebrew deity, and they're not talking about the incarnate Jesus. Eh, who knows? I mean, maybe these people just didn't know the difference between Jews and Christians, or was still confusion. I mean, that's an interesting piece of data. Some point to the fact that in some manuscripts of Jude, it speaks of Jesus who delivered his people out of Egypt. Uh, other manuscripts say the Lord. And uh, Jesus would seem to be a reference to Joshua, but then Christ myth theorists say that might be just the point that they understood Jesus to be an Old Testament God. I tell you, I favor a, a different version of this that um, that I think Smith eventually came around to, and, uh, and uh, Georg Brand, I think his name was, uh, also uh, suggested that uh, the God, Yehoshua, that, that lies behind the hero, Joshua, was Yahweh himself, uh, and that, that he stops the sun in the sky, that he's depicted as battling against uh, the uh, Canaanites just as the gods were on the battlefield uh, in, in front of Troy and so on. And that, uh, therefore, Archibald Robertson, another one with a similar name, he suggested this too, that, that, uh, that, this, that Yehoshua was a divine name, but of Yahweh, not some other guy, uh, originally. And uh, that, that our human Joshua is a kind of demoting of him. Well, that fits the New Testament data like hand and glove. Because, uh, as Margaret Barker has pointed out, it looks kind of like the early Christians understood Jesus to have been a theophany of Yahweh. Uh, because th look at what they call him, the Son of God Most High, El Elyon. What have you to do with us, Jesus, Son of God Most High, etc.? Well, that's what uh, Yahweh was in Israelite polytheism, the Son of the High God. Uh, notice Jesus is not called uh, the Lord, Kurios, Septuagint substitute for Yahweh, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Jesus is called Kurios, but not the son of Kurios. He's not understood to be the son of Yahweh, because the distinction is preserved among the early Christians that Yahweh was the son of the Most High God, El Elyon, uh, and that uh, Jesus is called Ho Kurios, 
through the New Testament, and that Old Testament passages are quoted from the Septuagint, uh, attributed to, well, uh, as if they concern Jesus, just because of the kurios there, where the original had Yahweh, the original Hebrew, the Septuagint has kurios, and Jesus is called the kurios Jesus. Uh, and, uh, and so are they saying that, uh, he is Yahweh having appeared on earth? It, it all dovetails pretty darn well. So this connection between Joshua and Jesus, I think, does pan out to be accurate as long as you realize the pre-Christ, the, I'm sorry, the pre-patriarch, the pre-human hero Joshua was, uh, uh, Yehoshua, Yahweh saves. If you're going to have him incarnated on earth, that's a pretty good name to give him. Yahweh, the Savior, not the Creator, etc. So that's a good question, more of an answer than you were looking for, probably. But uh, thanks for the question.